Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women Breaking the Silence Around Abuse. I am Gemma Sereniti Gorokov, your host, and today we have the honor of having Janet Sandberg, who is an intuitive coach, with us. Janet was in a destructive, toxic, emotionally and financially abusive marriage for many years. She lost her confidence, her sparkle, and her sense of self. She became disconnected from her soul. When she separated to different countries with her ex-husband, and she became a full-time single mom, and her ex-husband continued to try to control the financial and legal narrative of her life, she did her best to heal from past experiences, navigating single mom life with depression and no support, and still building a business. She has been a medium her whole life, connecting with spirits, starting learning about crystals and metaphysics with her teenage um, daughters or sons. You're going to tell us about that. And she has trained in Reiki, over a dozen energy healing techniques, massage therapy, holistic health, coaching, which amounts to over 30 years of training and practices. She's a former gothic punk girl with a dragon tattoo, who is now a Doc Martin wearing a spiritual badass. <laughs> She's an intuitive coach, channeler, energy master, author, medium. She loves helping women who feel lost, lonely, disconnected, and broken so that they can learn to trust, align, connect, and heal, and so that they can fall in love with their own souls and their own lives again, maybe for the first time. Her purpose is to share her experience, her wisdom, her gifts, and her skills to make an impact on as many lives as possible so that all of us together can change the world through love and light. Jeanette, it's such an honor to have you. Thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. So let's start with our first question. We already over had a very short overview of your life, but the question is really, what kind of abuse did you overcome so that we can really have a connection with people who are listening to us? Primarily, it was emotional abuse in my marriage. Um, there was also a little bit of a lot of other types of abuse. Financial would probably come in at number two. Um, yeah, those are probably the two the two biggest ones and the two hardest ones to identify. So it took me a long time to realize what was going on and that I wasn't actually crazy for feeling the way that I was feeling and experiencing what what I thought I was experiencing. So how did you come to me? recognize it was actually emotional abuse and financial abuse because indeed these are harder to recognize because when you are beating, be, beaten, when you are being raped, when you are being, being really like humiliated in public, yeah, you feel abused. That's no doubt about that. But when you are emotionally abused or financially abused, you're taking on you. So at what point did you become aware of that and started to change? Um, it had been going on for 
for years. You know, it's a, it was a slow, gradual change. We were together. Well, we were married for 14 years. And it was probably the last four that, I mean, things started happening about halfway through. I remember there was a, a turning point um, where, you know, he'd come home from work. I'd had a really hard day. And I was telling him about my day. And he was like, I have to deal with other people's emotions all day at work. The last thing I want to do when I come home is deal with yours. And I was like, oh, oh, I see. <laughs> so that was kind of at the beginning of the end. It took another like eight years um, and things just got progressively worse. Um, and it turned into stonewalling and gaslighting and emotional threats. And, you know, if you don't do this, then I'll leave and um, various things. One girlfriend of mine who I told everything to got really concerned and sent me addresses for women's shelters. And I thought she was crazy. I'm like, because I couldn't see what she saw. I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. And also, you know, there was no physical abuse, so I was safe. Um. So there was that. And then things got progressively worse. And it's so subtle. You know, it's so hard to see. And even the financial abuse, like, I I could spend whatever I wanted. It wasn't, I wasn't on an allowance or anything like that. But I was always reminded that it was his money because I was a stay-at-home mom and he worked. So it was always his money and his choice and I should be super grateful and indebted to him. And, you know, there was that power play with with the finances, um, even though he wasn't um, being really particular about how the money was spent. I just had to know all the time that it was his money. Um, yeah, and then finally... When I started to notice that things were not right, my depression had gotten really bad, um, something happened and he left with the kids and my neighbor came over and she just looked me in the eye and she says, you know, he doesn't respect you, right? And that was, that was the confirmation that I needed because I'd already started thinking, well, maybe it's not just me. Maybe there is something wrong. Maybe this isn't right. And then to have her confirm it and just be so blunt with it. Like she did not, she wasn't trying to be soft about it. And that's why I love her. That's just who she is. But sometimes we need those friends and we need people to just like come right out and be like, this is how it is. Um, can you, you should be able to see that, right? Like, and if you don't, I'll help you see it, you know, so... So actually, she is your angel who woke you up. She is, yeah. Yeah, that is so, so amazing. When you have the chance to have a girlfriend with whom you can actually talk your heart out and really speak your truth and get rid of everything that is heavy, heavy on your chest. And really... Well, the funny thing is she wasn't even... She wasn't even... I didn't tell her almost anything. This was just a neighbor. And we, you know, our kids were friends and, but she could see through the bubble because, you know, obviously my ex-husband was very 
very charming and lovely and everybody loved him and thought he was great. Um, but she was able to see through that and see what was really going on inside. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So that is your actual shift moment, that specific moment in time. Yeah. This is when you stopped and you stopped actually giving into that emotion and financial abuse, which was subtle, as you said, and this is exactly how it feels like. It's really subtle. And then, then we are trapped in it. It's a routine. You're used to it. And it's like, is it abuse? Yeah, no, it's just me misbehaving. Mm -hmm. And that becomes against lighting because then you take on the fault that doesn't yeah. belong to you. Well, and then when I would suspect he was he was doing something and then I would confront him about it, of course, no, no, it's I'm not doing that. You know, and, and when he very clearly was and then he would just lie. So, yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, I guess it I guess it I was just making it up then, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I know it can really feel bizarre. And the truth is that if those who are listening you recognize yourself in that story. You think that, huh, she has a point. And you recognize something in your life experience with whoever. It doesn't have to be your husband, your wife, your, your spouse or anything. It can be anybody for that matter. This is really what I saw too many times over. It's not always our significant author. Sometimes it's a mother, it's a son. Sometimes it's a neighbor. Sometimes it's a boss. Sometimes it's just a, a classmate or a, or, or a workmate, a work colleague. You don't know who that is until you start to really awaken to your feelings, be in touch with yourself, and see what is actually going on. And also it can help you see as Janet's neighbor was able to see through the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's so important to not keep all of that to yourself. Because it's so easy. When you think that you're crazy, you're just like, I'm not going to tell anybody what I think is going on because obviously I'm crazy. And, but it really is important to to talk to, even if it's just one close friend. But get other people's opinions. Be like, is this normal? Like, am I? is it normal to feel the way that I'm feeling? Is it me? Is it him? Um, because we get so scared thinking that it's us that's the crazy one, that we don't talk to other people while it's happening. And we really, we can't guarantee that other people are going to be adept at seeing through the facade. So, you know, find find somebody to talk to. Definitely. This is so important. And what I would say is that if you have a doubt, if you don't know who is the crazy between this other person and you, ask, talk about that. Because even if you happen to be so crazy because there is something wrong and you just see things weirdly, which might, it's a possibility. This is why we, by the way, we have those questions running through your mind, through our minds. It's a possibility. If that is the case, there is help available as well. So you are not left alone. Anyway, so you have nothing to lose and nothing to risk. So you can't talk. And then you will have, you will have the, 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 the soundboard of other people who can tell you, yeah, 
you are normal, the other is not, or not normal, just like it helps. And then you take that seriously because then you have someone able to see you if you are suffering for real and it's not gaslighting. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's possible too. <laughs> it is. Wow. So Janet, tell us a little bit about your business. You have that coaching, you have all this energy healing. Tell us a little bit more about that. How can people benefit from real you know, from services? So I started my business doing energy healing and massage therapy. And I continued to learn and grow, learn different energy healing modalities. Um, and it sort of was natural that my clients would start talking to me and telling me about their lives and, and what they were going through. And I would try to help them. And so the coaching just kind of grew naturally. And then I got that training as well. And because my background is in energy healing and kind of what we call the more the woo side of things, um, I still love to do that. And I think that that is a really great complement to the coaching. So with the energy healing, the channelings, um, I can receive messages from people's souls, from the universe, from source. Um, and so we clear the energy. We find out what your soul really wants. We find out how to connect you with the universe so that things become much more easy. Things happen more quickly. And then the coaching side comes in where we learn and, and work through new mindset techniques, um, learn how to deal with things on a more human level and how to work through sort of the human side of things. So we're really working through what is going on in your life on the energetic side and the human side at the same time. So everything just is, is much clearer, cleaner, um, faster, easier. It's just, I think it's the best combination of, of everything. That's amazing. Can you share a testimonial of someone who experienced your healing and transformation? You don't have to put any name, but a story of she was at that level. She went to me. Now she's at that. Yeah. Um, she's actually a good friend of mine now. <laughs> we work together um, so closely. You know, when she first came, she was just like, well, I'm stressed out. She had a very high stress job. Um, and so she started coming for Reiki. Um, you know, we just, it was very simple at the beginning. And over time, it was amazing to just watch her life change. And that's the thing too, is that you have to give it time. Like we spent our whole lives coming to the place where we're at. We're, we're not going to change anything overnight, but if you give it time and I don't remember how long we worked together, but you know, soon she had her own practice with her business and then she bought her first condo and then she met the man of her dreams and then they got married. And it was just like seeing all the pieces of her life line up and, and her, you know, she's just happy. I mean, sure. She still gets stressed. She has a high, she still has a high stress job, 
But it was just so beautiful that when she took control of her energy and her her actions and how she dealt with life, um, just to see everything come together and and her build the life of her dreams. It's so rewarding when you can really see your clients blossom because they come through you and they benefit from your your gifts. Mm-hmm. Because these are all gifts. I mean, even though we, de- we we do learn Reiki, we do learn a lot of things, coaching. It's still gifts because we have connected with our higher, higher power or higher self, and we bring that as a gift to the physical realm and to help other physical and spiritual beings around us. Mm-hmm. A question for you that I, I you are not prepared at all, and it's okay. <laughs> Do you also do energy healing on animals? No, I can, but I choose not to. I'm I'm not an animal person. No, <laughs> okay, no, no. I have a I have a really good friend who who does that, and she um, she can also um, channel Patsy. Yeah, she can Cinematic. talk. She can talk yeah, yeah. to the animals. Um, yeah, she's incredibly gifted with animals. Okay. Um, okay. And so, yeah, no, I just stick with people. <laughs> I just thought about that because I of all the media. to do Reiki so that they can Reiki their pets. I actually Absolutely. did for one lady. Mm-hmm. Um, her dogs had, had arthritis, so she learned Reiki so she could help her dogs. So it was very sweet. Yeah, very sweet. That's amazing. I'm asking because I'm a very much animal person. So <laughs> I'm always and I'm doing a lot of Reiki on the animals as well to really calm them down. One of the things I love to do is to go to the uh, city shelter where all the dogs are barking and just stay there and just channel Reiki. And then you hear the sound of all the barking, calm down, calm down, calm down. It's like, that's working. Keep on going. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, whoa, whoa. And you know, sending us That's gorgeous. This is a possibility. It's not everybody, but it is It is a possibility. Yes. Definitely. That's amazing. So, yeah, we understand. You are an intuitive coach, an energy healer, a medium. You can really dive deep into people's soul and spirits as well as life because life is a consequence of all the spiritual around and, and you can really definitely help. And this is beautiful tool. Thank you. So you have a website, JanetSandberg.com. So it is J-A-N-E-T-S-A-N-D-B-E-R-G.com. Correct. And of course, our Facebook, IG, TikTok, everything is in the description that we keep up to date. So if you want to reach out to her, it's, it shall work. If it doesn't, ask me. I will make sure to find her back. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Thank you so much for having joined us today. And we really, we bless you with all the blessings that you have blessed others. Oh, thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too.